Today something happened and I've been dragging this podcast all day, not knowing God wanted me to finish the editing of our barbecue before I could complete the notes for this podcast. Hello, hello, hello. It's your girl G Joy, and of course, as the spirit leads, we deliver. It's currently 9 p.m. And in as much as literally I am in full tired mood. I am all smiley because when the word came yesterday, I only wrote down two points. But today, oh my God, can we just acknowledge how good the Lord is? Like how good the Lord has been and how gracious he is when it comes to us. So today we are going to talk about look closer. Hashtag the remnant. Monday, Zetelsi had a barbecue. And at the end of the barbecue, all that the Spirit of the Lord was saying was there is always um there is always going to be a remnant. That was Monday. Tuesday I went to work. Wednesday I went to work, something happened. And so Tuesday I went to work and something happened. I was not meant to go to work. I was I was knackered. Like literally, it was not my, my brain was not clicking. So I went to work, something happened, I came back home and I was like, God. So the next day, I got there and one of the warehouse staff in the night had sorted the issue that they said I have caused. Fair enough. I sat there and as I told you last week, I've started the praying before putting in all my username and passwords. So the moment I entered it, I was told, oh, they fixed the issue, which was not even my fault at the end of the day. The thing was faulty, and I was the last person who used it, and they blamed me. So I had to buy a new one. And thank God, for the first time in my life, I have returned an item. <laughs> Marie is very proud of me on this. So yeah. Um, after the editing, the Holy Spirit said, I told you there will always be a remnant. So why am I saying look closer? Because... This, oh God, I don't like when God is exposing me. <laughs> this particular podcast today is about me. And sometimes I struggle a bit with the will of God because as human and as rebellious as I could be, sometimes I mellow down a lot. And the reason I'm saying it's about me is because God is calling me a remnant in this situation. He is calling me a a remnant for this generation. He is calling me a remnant for my church. He is calling me a remnant for my family. He is calling me a a remnant for my work people. He is calling me a remnant in my postcode. And the reason I'm saying this is because remnant, point number one, if you are called a remnant, you are always being led by the Holy Spirit. So I will just leave this to you. And the first time we actually came across the word remnant is literally the last people who are left. When everything else looks like, oh, everybody's doing what they are doing. Nobody is really committed. There will always be that person. And the point number one that I came with through the help of the Holy Spirit was remnants are led by the Holy Spirit. So as you all know, 2019, I came to Manchester in 2018 with my big brother and it was a season whereby you can ask my parents if you see them i wasn't even ready to come to manchester 
So when our visas were refused the first time, I was like, God, I thank you. And then the second time we did a paternity test and we came here and I was like, no, nah, I'm not ready for this. Like, it's not for me. So 2019, September, I left Manchester for France. And what led me to France was was literally, I was brokenhearted, like fully brokenhearted. And I told God something. I was like, God, if you take me to France, I promise I will get back to you. I will, I will be committed to you and that will be it. I will not check out again. Because I saw that broken heart as God allowing it. Because for the first time in my life, you know, I was very, very specific or the environment of which I said yes to. And so when I went to France, I'm giving you a bit of background information before I explain this remnant thing. And I think God wanted me to finish this barbecue editing so that I will be able to have more evidence um, with reference to what I'm saying. So my France experience ends and I remember vividly it was June. June, the first week of June, I picked up the phone and I called my pastor and said, Pastor, I'm coming back to Manchester and when I come back, I will take over the kids. It was a burden that was burning in my soul and I couldn't say no. I remember when I came in 2018, the past, my, of course, my mom is a good at a promoter. She's literally a good advertiser. Oh, my child, you know, my, my, my boy was doing ushering, chief usher, Kingsley. And then Jill was also an usher, but Jill went into the kids at some point. So, so you can use them. Of course, I was a bit, mm, because I'm like, no, nah, I'm not here to stay. I don't want any entanglement. This was just an airport for me. I come and I go. But that day, I was led to make that call. And I kid you not, if you're a remnant, you obey. A remnant is being led by the Holy Spirit. And up to today, anytime I do anything with any of the kids, there is some reward in me that is mind-blowing. I want us to look into the Bible, um, Genesis chapter 45, verse 7. You know, in the lines, along the lines of, of Joseph going through all that he went through, when he finally understood the purpose of the training that he went through, which is the hardship and all of that, Joseph said something in Genesis chapter 44 verse 7. And I'm using the NID translation for this, but it says, But God sends me ahead of you to preserve for you a remnant on earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. Joseph came to understand that the fact that he had to go all that extra, the fact that he had to go through all that he went through was because God was preserving a remnant that will bring deliverance. There is this person in my church, when I met that person, oh my God, all the girl was saying was, yes, it's a girl, Louise Vuitton, River Island. Oh, she was doing the most, like, she never wears primer. You know, all then coming off then. Why? Because that was the only thing that was being presented unto her. I kid you not. Now in 2023, if you give this girl a prayer, a, a quotation, she can pull out five prayer points onto you and it is mind-busting. You know, it is hard to be a remnant. But before you actually be a remnant or before you actually sit down and say, God, you know, Send me a remnant. I see myself in my current church, Zeal's Life Church, as a remnant of the church. I'm not saying this to boast myself. It's because sometimes some calculations that I do on my mind, like God. And he said, I am a remnant. And you know, the reason I'm saying I am a remnant is because if you don't become a remnant unto somebody 
God will never give you your own remnant. Marianne is my remnant. Sometimes Luna is my remnant. I told her to them, like, Luna, you know, I look at you because I mentioned these names because, you know, Luna, Rehana, these three are the person that have been mentioned on this podcast. These three people have been given to me as the remnant upon my life as I become a remnant to the ministry God has placed me in. You know, Saturday, along the lines of Monday, Oh, I couldn't even move. But Marie was there. She she held it all through. Today I told Luna, I was like, Luna, when I see you, it is true that one day Salvation and Glow Conference will come to pass. When I see Rihanna, it, it means that indeed all the seeds that I am sowing in my church will not be in vain. When I went to Ghana, I asked this girl a question. I was like, listen. So it was this conversation that was happening. Was like I told them, what actually moves you to your church? Like what li- what makes you leave your house to go to church on Sunday? And she didn't know how to answer me. For ten minutes, the girl was quiet, and the Holy Spirit said, "You answer it first, Joe." And I said, "I go to church because God has given me the seeds to sow onto the life of people." When you become remnant unto others, so you know it's crazy because. Sometimes in a situation whereby there is nothing working, it looks like everybody has rejected you. It looks like the moment you entered into your wilderness, you've been left alone. When you understand the ministry of the Holy Spirit, you'll understand that, hey, if God is leading me to do this, I obey. I kid you not when I say, broken hearts led me to France. It was not for the Erasmus scholarship that I did. Thank God, glory be to God for that and all the articles that came upon. Glory be to God, that breaking hearts led me. But that day, that season, it was COVID time. If I was not led by the Holy Spirit to go to France, imagine being broken hearted and being closed in a room. Not in a room, in a full apartment all by yourself. In a situation whereby the entire world was on lockdown. That was the best season of my life. When you are being led, you now begin to develop some strength. Point number two. When you begin, when you are led by the Holy Spirit, there is some divine empowerment that makes you a she. It's, an, it's, a, it's a she word. You annoy people. Like, ah, this girl, why is she doing everything? Genuinely, sometimes I can't say no to certain things. I will literally be on my knees. My God, please. This is too much to carry. And he will say, carry on. And the moment I begin, there is some power that comes out. And the moment I'm done, like, wow, like this editing, I've been dragging it since Tuesday. But I just finished. I'm like, wow, look at Caleb. The moment the camera came out, Caleb was all smiling. And they were like, the boy knows what he is doing. Can we just... Pause for three seconds and say, God, I thank you for the life of Joe. You know, I'm writing so many books, but there is a book that I'll be releasing very soon. And that very soon is, 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 is due on the appointed time of God. And when that book comes out, you'll be like, hey, is this real? Yes, it is real. God, I thank you for my life. I thank you that when you lead me, I obey. I thank you that as I obey, you give me that divine empowerment to be a sign and a wonder. Point number three. When you become a remnant, you give your time, your resources, and you give yourself. One day, the Holy Spirit says, you're not saved, so I'm not going to say it. Why am I saying you give your time, resources, and yourself? 
Because you give, the Bible says in the book, in the New Testament, that God is not unrighteous to forget our labor of love. That has made my goal to go that is so when I do something, it is not an exchange. It is not dot who dies, you do and I do it. No. It is a genuine giving. That's the number three, genuine giving. I remember when I was coming back from Ghana, I was on the plane and the person next to me said, oh, what brought you to Ghana? And I said, well, my friend was getting married. And he said, oh, how many weeks were you, have you been here? And I said, well, six days. And she said, hey, yeah. And do you know what the lady said? So it means when you get married, the person has to come. And I said, me, if I get married and she doesn't come, I'm not bothered because this is not an exchange. This is a pure, genuine giving. You know, when you give your time, it means that you're not, your time is not being managed by God. <coughs> Excuse me. When you give your resources, I remember back in December, I was struggling. I was like, God, I cannot be doing editing for church on this iPad. This iPad is not working anymore. 2019 iPad, God, how, I think it's 2020, 2020 iPad, God, how do you expect this thing to work? And I kept on saying, God, I need a MacBook. I need a MacBook. I need a MacBook. And God being so good, Marie, Marie was now, Marie had the grace to work in Apple. And thanks to Marie, I had a staff discount and I paid cash down the MacBook that I'm currently using. 80% of what I'm doing is mainly for church. And then the 20% is for my podcast. I don't owe anybody nothing in this place. Why? Because my resources are being managed by God. Sometimes, even in my lowest, God will say, dress well, wear this, wear this. And as you show up, you're like, hey, you look nice. But you don't know that hours before I was in tears. I want you to just begin to understand that, hey, you are a remnant for somebody. You are a remnant for your church. You are a remnant for your family. You are the last hope. When you, when, when the demons in your house sees you, they now see the light of deliverance. So you, they will fight you. They will fight you. Why? Because you are the one to raise the standard. Joseph raised that standard for the family. I don't think this podcast is going to be 30 minutes today because these are charging words. When you become a, a remnant, point number four, you will now begin to lift up the standard. Hey, when you are being called favor, favor needs to work. When you are being called the career of God's presence, it has to work. Before you are able to get remnants, sometimes they're like, God, this one is not working. Somewhere, somehow, somebody, hey, I like this poster. God bless you. Wow. And it'll be like, this one, I even did this poster in my last, like in my lowest. I remember last year I was doing some prayers with a girl, with a lady, sorry. And at some point we, we, we stopped because something had happened. And I was like, God, you say you've, you've given me a ministry whereby women will be saved and delivered. I can't even keep one person. And God said, that Friday altar will still burn. And lo and behold, I came across Lulu. And Lulu and I have been doing some sessions on Friday to the glory of God. And I remember vividly the day I asked, you know, whatever, whenever you are free, just let me know. I didn't want to impose because when you are a remnant, you don't impose on people. This week I was having a conversation with the Holy Spirit and I was like, God, this person has just been drawn into my soul. But I don't want to be forcing that person. If I am sick, I have to go to the hospital to get my deliverance. So I don't want to be pursuing people. 
If I have been called as a spiritual practitioner, God, let the magnet of our soul begin to pull and connect together. And so all I will do until that happens is to pray. Is to pray. Is to pray. I will not allow those to begin to push. Because when you become a remnant, here you understand you're a remnant. And you see like things are not working. What you do is you pray. Point number five. And that's the final point for this. Remnants have got a great intercessor. And that great intercessor is Jesus. Because no remnants will have an easy walk with God. Mm -mm. David was a remnant. What What happened to him? Mephibosheth was the only survival person in his lineage. But the midwife carelessly dropped Mephibosheth. But in the midst of all that atrocity and all that was being done, the Bible says that Mephibosheth still ended up in the palace. Oh God, have your way. Before we even begin to cry at God, give him my remnant, it's not working, give me a proof and signs and fruits. Lord, I pray that you make you open our eyes. You know, one of the greatest remnants that we could ever ask for is the Holy Spirit. That is why if you're a believer in this work called faith and you can't sense the power of the Holy Spirit in your life, go and fast. Begin to intercede. Cry out. Begin to speak out and say, God, in the name of Jesus, I can't feel you anymore. He is there. He is there. Even when people are oppressing you, in the oppressing you are rejoicing. For even as I am saying this, I plead the Lord, let your hand be stretched forth to deliver my family, deliver anything concerning me, my friends, the church, my ministry, anybody connected to me. On this last day of August, that has been the reset month for Zealous Life Church, I decree and declare as the servant of the Most High King, I decree and declare as the daughter of the Most High King, that God, let there be a divine reset. Anything that is being, on, that is being held in hostage, Father, today, we cut off their hands. The Bible says your hands is not too short to deliver. And so, Father, stretch forth your hand of deliverance. Why am I saying Jesus is your greatest intercessor when you become a remnant? Why am I saying that? Luke chapter 22. Luke chapter 22. Luke chapter 22. Verse 31 and 32. I'm reading from the good news translation because sometimes certain prayer points or certain scriptures you need to go basic to understand certain things the verse 31 says fad have your way simon simon listen satan has received permission to test all of you to separate the good from the bad as a farmer separates the wheat from the chaff, but I have prayed for you, Simon, that your faith will not fail. And when you turn back to me, you must strengthen your burden. You know, this is the scripture I work I work with. This is my this is the mission I am running with. You know, in the first page of my book, this is the this is a scripture. This is the scripture that is opening the entire thing. That is why I am sometimes I am very I go all in for God. Because I know where I'm coming from and I know what God has saved me from. 
This is a girl that tried to commit suicide. She was not even 18 when she did that. Bleach. I, I literally drank bleach. That bleach could have literally destroyed my entire womb. But glory be to God. Until Christ come, I will continue to have my period and again and again. Even to the point where the bleach was burning me. But God knew that, hey, the atrocity that this girl is going through, if Jesus does not intercede, that nobody can be your intercessor. So when you are being, oh, you can see, you can see the tone of voice has changed because this remnant is me. And I am, and I'm charging you to look closer and begin to tell God, even as you begin to send remnants to strengthen my faith or remnants that I have to strengthen because, you know, God cannot do anything without man in as much as you think you are self-built. In as much as you think, oh, as for you, you are an island. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Nobody is an island. Even God works in a, in a form of three person. That is why today I am coming all in for you. Begin to pray and say, God, open my eyes. Lord, let me look closer when you begin to direct me. Because there is, we are not alone. There is a remnant in that little corner. There is a remnant in that little corner. There is somebody that is there cheering you up. And above all, don't be like the man that was sat there. And Jesus said, do you want to be healed? And he said, I have no man. No. All you need to say is yes, because on, in this scripture, Jesus is the great intercessor. When you feel like everything around you is, is, is choking, just begin to say, Jesus intercede. The Bible says that Jesus is seated at the right hand side of God and he is constantly interceding. Anytime the devil is saying, oh, look at Jill, look at what Jill is doing. The Bible says the blood speaks re repentance upon me. Something happened on Sunday morning. I was going to church and the Holy Spirit was asking me, Jill, where are you? And I was like, mm. because I knew I was, I, I was, I literally entered into church not being fully prepared. And I felt like I am going to touch the altar or the puppets without no preparation. The moment I stepped in, God, the spirit of the Lord was saying, Joe, where are you? And the quotation supporting this was like Abraham, sorry, Adam. And I said, God, I am here. I am here unprepared. I am here as a sinner. I am here as somebody that does not deserve to be here. And I need your grace. That same moment, I felt a release upon me. And we learned something good. The lack of knowledge makes the people perish. But when you begin to get the knowledge of God, you now begin to, you become knowledgeable enough for success. And the Bible says in Hosea that when you reject the knowledge of God, God will forget you. Imagine. So I literally sat and I said, imagine when God asked the question to Abraham and Abraham decided to, to, to not say, imagine if Abraham said, God, I am here and not I am naked. God would have forgiven Abraham. And all of those that we are going, we will all be in Aden, you know, nice and cute with no body shaming going on. Father, I pray that today. The seeds of becoming a remnant is being released on all my listeners. And even as these seeds begin to find their root in their heart, oh God, as they become a remnant, oh God, may you give them their remnants to build their faith. And with this, I say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I have delivered what you've asked me to deliver. I thank you. I give you all the praise and adoration because indeed on my own, mm -mm -mm, I cannot do anything. But day in, day out, I thank you for my siblings. I thank you for my parents. I thank you for everybody connected to me. And I declare that indeed we are on the winning side.
In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen.